Welcome to the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast, where it is never too early for fantasy football. My name is Jeff. I'm Alex. Hey, Alex. So here we are entering week five, but not only are we just entering week five, we are entering the bye weeks of the season. So there's going to be less matchups for us to break down each week, and it is going to be very important for our listeners to edit and change their lineups accordingly to make sure they're not starting any players that are on bye week. Um, But also to our listeners, as always, thank you for downloading listening liking and commenting on our podcast videos please subscribe to us on the socials we are on spotify youtube facebook instagram tiktok x and threads with the handle at n2e fantasy alex what are we doing on today's show today's show we are breaking down the matchups for week five and we will be discussing some interesting points for each matchup as well as who we want to start and who we are avoiding this week so like you mentioned, bye weeks have started. The Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, Bucks are all on bye week. That's definitely going to affect uh, several of you out there, but uh, we'll just keep that in mind, and then we will go forward with the first matchup, which is the Thursday night matchup, the Bears at Washington. Jeff, do you think this is going to be uh, another high-scoring affair, or do you think these two teams are going to disappoint Thursday night? I hear Eberflus is on the hot seat in this matchup. So if they do lose to Washington, this is a possibility going forward. Um, I I think that this could be a high-scoring matchup, but only because I don't like the Bears' defense. Um, but do you believe that Sam Howell is better at this point than Justin Fields? Well, they both have five interceptions, and uh, they both have at least one fumble. So I think real football-wise, Howell is better, and fantasy-wise, they're both usable still at this point absolutely and so for my list here i would start robinson and herbert um moore and mclaurin um is there anyone on your list that you would consider starting in this matchup are you starting justin fields still i'm still starting justin fields um until he gets benched i'm probably still going to start him so at this point he's still got the rushing game they're probably going to probably use him in so that's good. Uh, the only other person, the only other guys I'd potentially start are Samuel or Dotson as a flex or wide receiver three fill-in for this week. Um, Cole Komet maybe is back on the map after last week's performance. So I would consider starting him as a tight end that. if your guy is on bye week or if you don't have a better option. Yeah, I did notice that. Um so speaking of bye weeks this week, we have the Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, and Buccaneers on bye week. So those are players that you're going to want to get out of your lineups ASAP and get the correct replacements in in time for this matchup. But I did have Justin Fields dropped in one of my leagues, uh, redraft league, um, and I do have a waiver claim in for him this week because it was a league that I had Aaron Rodgers as my only quarterback to start the year. So Definitely needed some quarterback help, and it was nice to see Justin Fields dropped, and I will use him until, as you mentioned, he's benched, which I don't believe will happen this year. I think we'll just move on from him in the offseason, if I'm being honest. Um, But I think we can move on to the next matchup, unless you have anything else to bring up about the Bears and Washington. Nope. So let's move on to the second London game of the season, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars and Buffalo Bills at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. 
So let's go here. And uh, I think before we move on, actually, I should say, who you got in the last matchup? So who do you have the between the Bears and Washington? I have Washington. Um, if you haven't used yeah. them yet, this is probably a good survivor pick. Yep, I agree. Although it's not a given, as we've seen in the NFL so far, it's not 100% given. But I do lean Washington in this one. Um, so back to the London matchup. I think hopefully this is going to be a good game, but I will take Buffalo going into this. Um, I think that you start both quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen. Uh, ETN and James Cook are RB2s on a weekly basis. And I would start Diggs as a no-brainer. I would start Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley. I would start uh, Gabriel Davis as well. And I think Ingram has proven himself to be a tight end one. I would start him unless you have a better option lying around on your roster. I mean, it's a dart throw with Kincaid. I think Kincaid has taken over as the tight end, but I don't know if that means enough to start him uh, this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That will be really interesting as the season goes on because I still have Knox there. and teams travel differently to London, so it'll be interesting to see how the Bills travel to London. This could be a game where the Bills just don't show up. Um, they have This has happened before. The Bills and the Jaguars have played here in London before. Um, but as I've mentioned before, it'll be really interesting to see if they do this in future years with back-to-back games in London for a team like Jacksonville's doing this week. They're able to actually chill and rest and, and sightsee in London this entire week which may give them an advantage and a leg up for this game. But I, before I ask for your pick, I am going to announce mine as the Buffalo Bills will win this game. Who do you have for this game? I have the Bills as well. Perfect. Okay, let's move on to the next matchup here, and that is Baltimore at Pittsburgh. In years past, that would be a 50-50 matchup. Um, however, this year with the Steelers struggling, I, I think that um, Baltimore players are the players that you want to highlight for this week. So Lamar Jackson, uh, Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews, those guys I'm starting. And I would even consider with how bad Pittsburgh has been against the run, if you absolutely need a running back, I would play Gus Edwards this week. Um, I think this is probably the the best time to do it. Although I still expect Lamar Jackson to be the primary ball carrier in this game. Uh, I'm still going to start Pickens. Um, I'm still potentially going to play but that is it on the Pittsburgh side. So I am going Baltimore in this matchup. Jeff, who do you have? Who would you start? Who would you sit? Oh, boy. Um, I would start Lamar, Andrews, Flowers, and probably bench everyone else in this matchup. Um, I do think, as always, with the Steelers and the Ravens, this does have a potential to be a low-scoring matchup. But I do think that the Ravens have much more firepower than the Steelers at this point. So if any team is going to score, it's likely going to be the Ravens in this matchup. Okay. Let's move on to your team, Carolina, at Detroit, and I'll let you take the lead on this one. Before we get started on this one, did you make a pick in the last matchup? Yeah, I went Baltimore. I'm going to go the Ravens as well, because I don't think I've actually vocalized it, but uh, I didn't know if you got that, that they had the potential to score the most points, so obviously the most points win. So we're going to go Ravens and we're going to hop back over to the Panthers and the Lions here. Jamison Williams returns. Uh, I think it'll be really interesting to see how he fits into this offense. Um, I think the offense is actually really well oiled at this point. Um, I would probably start Sanders given his health. 
um, and, and just making sure that he's active for the game day because I know he's dealing with a groin injury. Um, Adam Thielen is almost a must start at this point in leagues unless you have um, crazy wide receiver depth that you drafted early in drafts. Um, Goff is a start. St. Brown is a start. Laporta is a start. Monty uh, is a start. And if desperate, you can start Jameer Gibbs or Josh Reynolds. But uh, it's just looking at there's two Panthers that I would start and there's like four to six uh, Lions that I would start. It's, uh, it tells me that the Lions will win this matchup pretty easily. Um, hopefully they don't take the Panthers too lightly in this matchup. But uh, I'm going to go the Lions in this matchup. Did I miss anybody that should be started in this? And who do you have? No, I pretty much 100%, 100% agree with you on this one. So I also have Detroit in this matchup. And I, I do think that Gibbs is still a guy that you should start this week, especially if you have someone out on bye. I think theoretically the Lions go up pretty big in this one and rely on the run game. And hopefully they involve Gibbs more than they did last week but I'm still playing good. Right. So I think that I saw a analogy earlier and it might've been from you, but Gibbs is like that sports car that they're keeping in the garage right now. And Montgomery is more like that beater truck. And the beater truck is what kind of what I want to start right now. Not the nice sports car that's in the, um, in the garage currently. Okay. Let's move over to Houston at Atlanta. Um, Atlanta is still favored in this matchup, according to betting lines, which is kind of surprising to me. I do think that both of these defense are, defenses are pretty decent and above average. So it might be tough on both of the offenses here. But CJ Stroud has a phenomenal four weeks into the season. He is the better quarterback between the two. I'm starting Stroud. Uh, I would even consider starting Stroud in uh, one quarterback leagues this week, especially if you have someone on bye week um, like you know, uh, like Geno Smith, like Deshaun Watson, um, I would consider playing him there. And like Justin Herbert, like Baker Mayfield, if you were starting Baker Mayfield, uh, TJ Stroud is a good bi-week filler if he's available. I think that you have to start Bijan uh, every week. And I would still start Pierce. If you have better options, you consider moving him to the flex. Or if you have really good running backs, uh, then you can potentially bench him this week. Um, Nico Collins is a must-start for me every week. Tank Dell is a must-start for me every week. Uh, on the receiving side for Atlanta, I really don't like anyone. So that's just how I feel about this matchup, and I would take the Texans in this matchup. So, Jeff, who do you have in this matchup, and who are you playing? Did I miss anyone here? I first agree with you that I am going to take the Texans in this matchup, and I do believe that Stroud is a must-start in this matchup. Um, I don't know if he's a must-start every week, but he's pretty darn close at this point, uh, which shows you that I was able to change my opinion on a player relatively quickly. Um, doesn't always happen, but it, I do leave open the fact that I have misread or um, the the player could grow into something a little bit better. Um, but I, I mean, there's a league where I do have Damian Pierce, so I will be starting him over Najee Harris. Um, so there are situations to start Pierce, but Pierce is definitely not a must start at this point. Um, Collins is a must start at this point. Um, 
And then Tank Dell, if you're desperate, like if you need someone to go off for you, because he's a player that would go off and get like three catches for two touchdowns and 79 yards. Um, he's he's that type of player. Um, but again, I just don't think the Falcons have anything in this game outside of Bijan. Bijan's the only person that I'd start. I would consider starting Algier because Algier did not contribute last week. I think it could be a one-week aberration. But uh, I, and I don't want to make too much of a assessment on that right now. But uh, I think the Falcons are best when they're able to employ two running backs going at the same time. Um, but again, give me the Texans in this one, and I don't really have anything else to add to this matchup. Okay. Well, let's move on to the New Orleans Saints at the New England Patriots. I think this is going to be a pretty sloppy game. I don't know how Derek Carr is going to be this week. He's probably not going to be that healthy. Um, I don't know if they're going to roll with James Winston, if they're going to keep Carr out there. But I'm not starting any of the quarterbacks this week. Um, I'm starting Kamara because I feel like you have to. Um, I'm still going to start Stevenson, even though it's not going to be fun. These are two tough defenses. I, I think a lot's going to ride on if Christian Gonzalez is healthy and playing for the Patriots. If he's not, then I think Olave and Michael Thomas are going to be solid starts. Uh, maybe even Shahid as well. Um, outside of that, on the Patriots receiving side, I'm really only looking at Hunter Henry in the tight end spot. And I expect New Orleans to win, but it really depends on who's playing quarterback for the Patriots and if they play mistake-free football. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree with you. But I do expect the Patriots to bounce back here, and I do expect the Patriots to um, make Carr one-dimensional, especially when he's dealing with this um, shoulder injury. And I would still start Olave, Thomas, Kamara, Henry, and Stevenson if you're desperate because he is going to be going up against a pretty hard uh, defensive front. But I do think that the Patriots were embarrassed last week, and I do expect them to bounce back. Although, one could say the Saints were embarrassed last week, and they could bounce back too. But I believe the reason why they're embarrassed is because Derek Carr is starting when he shouldn't be starting, um, and he should be resting and getting better with that injury. It is interesting that you just mentioned Christian Gonzalez. I know we had some debates in the offseason about Christian Gonzalez and Witherspoon, and both of them seem to be really good and bright and young uh, cornerbacks in this league so it looks like we are both right but uh it just it seems like a tie there but i'm gonna go the patriots in this one because i just think that bill belichick will bounce back after being embarrassed last week okay all right so you got the patriots and i have the saints uh, i i don't feel great about picking the saints because <laughs> i think this is a sloppy matchup but we'll we'll see how for it plays sure. out and who ends up playing quarterback for both of these teams this week um moving on to the Giants at Miami. Uh, Miami's probably looking at a bounce-back game. The Giants are just trying to figure something out on offense. Um, I am not starting anyone on the Giants. If I absolutely have to, I'll put Darren Waller in, but there's no one that's going to be testing my lineups other than him. On the Dolphins' side, I'm starting Tua. I'm starting Achan. I'm starting uh, Raheem must start as well, and I am putting in uh, Hill. Waddle, and maybe, maybe if I need a wide receiver, I might be picking up Braxton Berrios this week as well. So 
that will be interesting. Uh, he, for me, is really more like a wide receiver four, wide receiver five. But with a few people on bye week, I might have to plug him in. So I'm definitely picking the Dolphins in this one. And I don't think it's going to be close, but I've been surprised before. So, Jeff, who do you have in this matchup? And is there anyone that I missed? So this is my lock of the week. Um, I'm going to go the Dolphins in this matchup. Um, they were kind of embarrassed by the Bills. They're playing a Giants team that really doesn't have a great defense. It doesn't have a offense that can keep up with them. So this could be a this could be a game that gets out of hand for the Giants really quickly. Um, which means that I'm going to start all of the Dolphins, including both running backs, Achan and Mostert, because he's a must start. And the only Giant that I'm even going to consider playing at this point in time is Barkley if he's playing. And I'm sure I could be talked into starting Darren Waller as well still. Okay, let's move on to the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Both are 2-2 two and two at this point. Everyone in the division is still alive for the division title. Um, I expect this to be a pretty close game. Both of these teams are pretty much fundamentally flawed, but have some optimism coming into this matchup. Um, I am starting Richardson. I am starting Derrick Henry. I am starting Pittman. I think Pittman bounces back this week. And I'm considering putting Hopkins as wide receiver three or flex. Um, outside of that, I don't feel good about anyone else in these matchups. Maybe Jonathan Taylor comes back this week. That's something we have to monitor in the news. If he does, I think his upside is limited coming off an injury in with a rushing quarterback leading the charge there. So if he doesn't play, Moss is a decent play as well. So those those two running backs are RB3 or flex plays for me. If you're missing an RB, you probably have to play one of those guys if they both play. If not, then you can roll out with Moss. And I'm taking, I'm going to take the Colts. Oh, man. Oh, man. So I'm going to go in the opposite direction, just so you know, with the Titans in this matchup. And we do know that away teams have been more lucky this year. I I guess that's the best way to put it than the home teams. Uh, It's going to be a tough divisional matchup. Um, I would start Richardson. I probably would start him most weeks unless you have a Jalen Hurts or a different quarterback that that you should start over him. Um, Hopkins is still a must start for the Titans. Don't love it, but he is. Um, Derrick Henry is a must start. I hope they learned their lesson last week on how they win the game. Um, Here's an interesting little tidbit about this game. Is Jonathan Taylor going to play in this game? They activated him for practice. Do they hold him out one more week? But it does look like at some point Jonathan Taylor will be playing for the Colts, or at least that's what they're looking like right now. So obviously that could change with a trade really quickly, but that's kind of what they're they're working towards uh, currently. Um, and then Michael Pittman just feels like a must start at this exact juncture. Um, but tough divisional matchup. I do expect this to be uh, a very hard victory for one of these teams, and uh, it's going to be potentially potentially for the division lead right now yeah we'll we'll see how that shakes out uh let's move on to the cincinnati Bengals at the arizona cardinals um looking at the calendar before the season started this didn't look like it was going to be a close game but the way it's the shaking out so far it looks like it's going to be a close game um i think that for the Bengals side you have to start jamar chase every single week if higgins is playing you still have to start him, even though you don't feel good about it. You still have to play Mixon. 
Um, I am not playing Burrow. I am not playing Burrow until I feel like he's healthy or healthy enough that he actually bounces back. So I'm avoiding him. I would consider playing Josh Dobbs. He definitely brings in uh, the rushing game as well. So he is someone that I could potentially start if I need a quarterback. Um, James Conner I'm playing every week. I think Marquise Brown and Michael Wilson are both solid starts for you as wide receiver threes. I think Zach Ertz is a solid tight end for you to play. He is on the cusp of the tight end one, tight end two range. So I would play him. And man, I think I'm going the upset this week. I think I'm going Arizona over the Cincinnati Bengals, which is something I never thought I would say in my lifetime. (laughs) <laughs> I'm in complete agreement with you on this. I've already entered my picks for a league, and I'm going to go with the Cardinals over the Bengals. I don't think the Bengals are must-starts at this point. Like, obviously, you probably still want to start Jamar Chase, but Higgins is off to a little bit of a rough start. Um, Burrow's off to a rough start. There, there's just real. I mean, Mixon is a guy that I would consider starting every week. Um, if they drop this matchup to Arizona, this is probably the end of the season for the Bengals because they're in a tough division with the Ravens and the Browns. um, And they'll be at the kind of the bottom of that division five games in, but not only that, they also have to worry about the dolphins, the bills and the chiefs. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot to overcome. Um, If they do drop this matchup and they go to one and four, they could really start to look to trade T Higgins almost immediately before the trade deadline. Um, But, Again, that might be selling a little bit low because he is having a little bit of a down year. Um, so I feel like all of this, the must-starts in this matchup are coming from the the uh, Cardinal side where you have to start Connor at this point. You have to start Marquise Brown. And then everyone, everyone should scoop Michael Wilson if they can in leagues where he is still available. Um, he's a potential league winner down the stretch, regardless if it's Dobbs or Murray being his quarterback, because he does seem like he's picking up the alpha wide receiver role quickly. He's not the alpha yet, but he could be by the end of the year. Give me the Cardinals. All right. Both going Cardinals. Wow. Okay. So let's move on to the Eagles at the Los Angeles Rams. And this one, I, I think that you play. Jalen Hurts, you play DeAndre Swift, you play uh, Kyron Williams, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, um, and Puka Nakua. Those are the guys that I feel good about every week. Uh, Interestingly enough, Jeff, I think Puka Nakua is arguably one of the top wide receivers in the NFL right now. He is second in receiving yards to Justin Jefferson, and he is the most targeted wide receiver in the league four weeks in as well as he has the most catches at 39 out of uh, 52 targets most targeted has the most catches he is right now a must start every week and i i think this is going to be a decent game but i think that philly is just too much for the rams so i'm going philly yeah i mean I'm going to go the Rams in this matchup, and that's not just to be contrarian to you. Um, I just think that the Eagles have not performed up to standard yet this year, and I believe the Rams are playing at a very high level. So this has a chance to be one of those trap games by the Eagles. Um, 
where they get kind of caught off guard by a team that was better than they expected while they're not quite fully up to par yet. The best thing, though, that happened to the Eagles was A.J. Brown asking for the football more because it does. It seems like he's taking over games, and sometimes that can be a distraction and a bad thing for a team, and I think in this case it actually really helped the team, and I think it actually helped Hurts a bit too. But I think you're starting both quarterbacks, both running backs, um, all four wide starting wide receivers if Cup is playing in both tight ends. You're basically playing everyone that starts for both teams um, in this matchup. This actually has a chance to be the matchup of the week, um, but we will see if it is, in fact, the matchup of the week. All right. So who did you have? In, you had the Rams in this one, and I took the Eagles, right? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, let's move on to the Kansas City Chiefs at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings have struggled mightily in trying to get a win. Um, Kansas City has won games, but they have struggled in those games. This is an interesting matchup for me. Um, You're starting both quarterbacks. Um, You're starting Pacheco. You're starting Madison. You're starting Jefferson, Hawkinson. If Addison is, is healthy, then I'm starting Addison as well. And when it comes to the Chiefs, man, it's, it's Travis Kelsey, and then take your pick. Um, right now, Rishi Rice has the second most targets. So I feel like if you're desperate, you have to give him uh, a chance. But you can also give Sky more a chance as well. Um, man, I know on paper you want to take the Super Bowl champs that are 3-1. and one this year um against the one and three team and but something in me i i want to take minnesota because i want them to turn their season around so i'm going to take minnesota uh, i think that it's not a primetime game no it's not a noon game but i think minnesota pulls off an upset in this week yeah um okay okay um i know you see the chiefs as a struggling team right now but i also see the vikings as a struggling team as well this is outside the one o'clock hour i am going to go the opposite direction of you here i'm going to go the chiefs but this could be a shootout matchup where there is a lot of points scored the vikings defense isn't very good the vikings offense is very good um i think you fire up all the weapons on the vikings side addison jefferson all the sons the, the cousins and sons you fire them up um and then you can take a stab at a KC wide receiver, as you had mentioned. Um, I know you and I have like a little side bet with Rasheed Rice and Sky Moore. Um, so I feel like you're speaking into existence. I'm targeting Sky Moore more, but uh, we'll see if that actually does happen. Um, you can, and obviously you can always fire up Mahomes and Kelsey, but uh, we'll see also if Taylor Swift makes a appearance for this game here. Oh, I'm just glad Travis Kelsey put her on the map because I didn't know who she was till Travis Kelsey started being interested in her. And now all of a sudden she shows up on the camera and I've never seen her before. So, all right, let's see. Um, let's move on to another candidate for matchup of the week. And that is the Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers for Sunday night football. I am excited about this one. Finally, it's probably one of the best matchups for primetime that's going to happen over the course of the season. So I don't, I can't envision many of them living up to the hype for this one. Um, Long time rivals from when they were both successful in the nineties. I really like this, how they line up. Um, 
both are good defenses. Both have pretty solid offenses with game manager quarterbacks. I probably will avoid playing either quarterback unless I'm in a two quarterback league. Then I can foresee playing either one of them. So Prescott or Purdy. Uh, running backs, I think you have to play Pollard with what you gave up for him, especially playing Christian McCaffrey. And interestingly enough, how these stack up, uh, how the defenses stack up, um, the Cowboys are actually middle of the pack against uh, rushing per game. So they are 16th, and the 49ers are third against the rush. So it might be tough for Pollard this week, but you still have to play him, whereas McCaffrey has a chance to have a big game even against a solid defense. But, of course, it's the reverse on the passing side. So the 49ers are middle of the pack at 17th, and the Cowboys are second against the pass. So I would expect that the 49ers are better on the run and worse on the pass based off of that and the reverse for the Cowboys. So Dak Prescott, if they want to win, Dak Prescott's going to have to lead them to victory. So for that reason, I'm taking the 49ers. And I think can't forget about the receiving options here. I feel like you still have to play CeeDee Lamb. You play Brandon Ayuk. If Debo Samuel is relatively healthy, then you could play him. I'm still going to play Kittle. Uh, I know he had a rough game last week, but I think you still have to give him another chance out there. Um, and for the Cowboys, you can consider if you need a wide receiver three or flex or wide receiver four, Gallup, Tolbert, and Cooks are in consideration as well as Ferguson at tight end. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go 49ers in this one. All three of those hurt me pretty largely. Um, we, so um, I would start everyone in this matchup as it does have a potential for a shootout. I think uh, I think I'm holding off on Brandon Cooks. I'm holding off on Gallup and Tolbert for sure right now. But uh, this is a great primetime matchup, as you had mentioned. Um, but I'm going to go the 49ers in this matchup because I don't think that the Cowboys can live up to the firepower of the 49ers. Um, yeah, anything else to add to this matchup? I do believe we missed a 4 o'clock matchup uh before this one here Alex. oh yes uh we missed it because it wasn't very exciting but we can talk about the jets at broncos before we move on to the monday night um it, it, hackett is playing against the broncos after or coaching against the broncos after the broncos trash talked him or at least sean payton did um <laughs> uh i oh man um i'm gonna, gonna be a good about game gonna take. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting game hopefully there's, there's a, some good games uh, this week yeah um man i i think if i'm in a two quarterback league i might consider starting zach wilson which blows my mind but i might consider it uh i probably will start um i will probably start russell wilson maybe even start him in single quarterback leagues uh uh outside of that jaleel i may if he's the lead back i may start jaleel which is surprising to me i'm kind of avoiding the pass catchers though for Denver, um, probably avoiding the pass catchers for the Jets, although you may have to start Wilson um, as the, the wide receiver, Wilson. Um, Brees Hall, I'm going to start him. And if you're in a desperate pinch, Dalvin Cook. Uh, I'm going to pick All the, the Jets. Wilsons. I'm going to pick the yep. Jets, but I don't feel good about it. Are you picking the Jets because they have two Wilsons on their team versus one Wilson? Is that Yes, they have double the, the Wilson power. That, that's obviously is. it. Yeah, there's a lot of Wilsons in this. This is why we have to use first names on this one. Uh, I love Russ this year. Russ is actually cooking uh, quietly. 
but they're not winning games, and they even got behind to the Bears. I do expect them to struggle against the Jets' defense. Uh, excuse me. Um, uh, and I do expect the uh the Jets to win this matchup. I do expect Zach Wilson to take another step forward. That would be amazing because I I do root for a good comeback story, and this would just be a huge comeback story for Zach Wilson if he's able to start putting together some consistent performances back to back. Um, but I think I still would start Sutton because, as you mentioned earlier, um, uh, in a, another podcast, uh that Sutton does seem to be quite reliable. Yeah, he's wide receiver three territory, so yeah, I could see that. But are you taking yeah. the Broncos over the Jets, or are you taking the Jets? Jets. Jets? Give me the All Jets, right. yeah. I think it's mostly on the defensive side, right? Yeah, and I, I, think, that that, I think the Broncos are going to struggle to move the ball against them. Yeah. Okay, now we can circle back to the last matchup, the Monday night matchup, the... Green Bay Packers at the Las Vegas Raiders. And what I think is interesting about this matchup is if you look at the the comparisons of the teams, they are nearly identical. So total yards per per game, passing yards per game, rushing yards per game, it's nearly identical on both sides of the ball, which blows my mind because you think Green Bay would be dramatically better. But that's not been the case so far. where they differ, though, is Green Bay has been getting the big plays. They are much higher in points per game. They're much higher on the sack total and interceptions than the Raiders. So that is a big key difference in these two teams. Um, I don't think it's impossible that the Raiders pull off the upset The upset here, but I do think Green Bay has the edge. I am starting uh, Jordan Love if I'm in the two-quarterback team or if I need a bi-week filler. Uh, he is one of the highest-scoring quarterbacks four weeks into the fantasy season. Um, I will never put A.J. Dillon in, no matter what. Um, If Aaron Jones is healthier this week, I I would put Aaron Jones in. Uh, Josh Jacobs, you have to play every week. I think he's finally uh, getting back into a rhythm. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, um, Christian Watson, I'm playing those guys. I'm putting in uh, Reed as a flex play or a bi-week filler for wide receiver three. Uh, Musgrave is an option for tight end if yours is on bi-week or hurt. Obviously, Devontae Adams is a must-start. Jacoby Myers is wide receiver two, wide receiver three territory, so he's a start. Um, Outside of that, I think that's it, and I I will take Green Bay with the slight edge just because they've been able to get those big plays, but I I think that Vegas may surprise people potentially on Monday night. Yeah, I think this will be a great matchup. I do want to take the Packers as well, and the reason why I'm taking the Packers is they're doing all of this here with a very young team, very young pass catchers. And this is, this is something that's only going to grow as the season goes on. And I think that's really exciting for green Bay fans going forward, whether love is their quarterback or not. I do think that they have three pretty decent pass catchers. I think four, honestly, you like Musgrave as well. Yeah. Um, he is definitely firmly tied in two right now, but he's young. And I think that he could, uh, he could continue to grow through. So he's more of a dynasty target for me or a bi week filler in redrafts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Should be a decent matchup. It's not the most exciting matchup of the week. I would rather see the Jets and Broncos on <laughs> Monday Night Football, but uh, that's an interesting uh, anal- analogy there. But uh, maybe just because the Raiders just don't super excite me these days, and maybe they never have. All right. Well, 
that does it for another episode of the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you all for downloading and listening to this episode. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us a comment and share the show. Every little bit helps. Yeah, and this episode is going to make the air. I know our last two preview episodes did not make the air due to technical difficulties. We do promise that those have all been resolved. All jokes aside, there was an episode 42 and there was an episode 44. Those will have to live in the archive. As always, to our listeners, you can find us with our handle on all social media platforms with at N2E Fantasy. So that's Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, X, and Threads. Please give us a follow. Until next time, take care of yourselves. And remember, it's truly never too early for fantasy football. Thank you again. Bye, everybody.